Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about rest for resilience. Or in other words, how prioritizing sleep can bolster your mental health. So you're going to get actionable insights into how prioritizing sleep can significantly improve your mental health and your resilience. No matter if lack of sleep is affecting your job or personal performance at the moment, if you're experiencing mental fatigue or increased stress levels, or you're just feeling overwhelmed because various sleep improvement methods did not have tangible results for you, we will move towards achieving consistent high quality sleep we're going to move towards boosting our mental resilience and managing our stress effectively. And we will implement a sustainable sleep plan that contributes to your overall well-being. And before we move into the topic, I want to invite you to visit sleeptrust.eu. On the top right of the website, you will find sleep resources. And in the sleep resources section, you will find free tools, and coaching packages tailored to your needs, all to help you find back to superb sleep with predictability and ease. So I hope to see you on the Sleep Trust website. And now let's dive into the topic. So I want to invite you to think about your sleep as being the foundation of a house. Without a strong foundation, the house becomes unstable. And this is just the same thing that's going to happen with your mental health without the right amount of high quality sleep. So today we're going to walk through a simple three-step model that will build that rock solid foundation for you. I want to invite you to think about this model as a pyramid with three layers. The bottom layer, the broadest layer is our sleep goal. And on top of that, we stack our sleep mindset. And at the top of the pyramid, we are going to talk about stress, handling stress. So let's start with the bottom layer, which is our sleep goal. It is really essential to have a very clear sleep goal when we're talking about building our sleep foundation. So what you want to have here is that uh, you, you have a clear KPI, clear number that you can measure. And to do so, you simply need to imagine a, your sleep, sleep quality, on a scale from, uh, let's say, 1 to 10, one being the lowest sleep quality you ever experienced, 10 the highest. Where do you want to range? Like in an ideal world, on average, like I think we all want to range uh, on a 10, right? But on average, where, what, where would that be for you? Like if you're a four right now, like if you would rate your, your sleep looking into the, your past and you, you might be a four or five or three, whatever it is for you, maybe you're a six, seven, that's great. But rate, where, where would you like to be? Like set that number and do the same for your well-being and if you want to for your productivity. Now you've got a clear number that you can measure, very clear number that you can move towards, but you don't want to stop there. You want to become really specific on how good sleep looks for you. So take a sheet of paper and a pen and write that down. Like when are you going to go to bed? Are the things you're going to do before you go to bed? How's it going to feel to go to bed? How are you going to sleep? How are you going to feel when you wake up? How are you going to get out of bed when you wake up? How's this going to positively impact your day? Uh, 
and your mental health. Write all of these things down and write it in a colorful way that you can relate not only uh, cognitively, but also emotionally. You should really feel drawn towards that sleep goal. So having a sleep goal is very essential because it gives us this little guiding star, right? And we're going to read that sleep goal over and over again until it gets imprinted in our brain into uh, everything we're doing. Now, once we've got that tackled, the bottom layer, and just that will just take you a few minutes. Just sit down with a sheet of paper and a pen. Give yourself 10 to 15 minutes to do this and just start writing. Your first version does not have to be perfect. Start, uh, start building that sleep number, right? And uh, move on from there. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you need to get started. Now let's move on to the middle part of the pyramid, which is our mindset, our sleep mindset. The first thing you want to check in on is if you have anything um, when it comes to bad sleep that is tied to your identity. Meaning if you say something like, I am a bad sleeper, or something into that direction. You want to change that, change that talk. Don't don't say things like I am because now bad sleep or um, anything that is related to your mental health is tied to your identity. And that's not good. You want to separate that. It's, it's, it's just a behavior, right? At present, I'm not sleeping as good as I will in future. That's a much better way to phrase that. So you're, you're getting away from the I am part because it's part of you. As soon as you say, I am, it's part of you. And it's hard uh, to nearly impossible to overcome things that are part of yourself, right? So distance that. It's only a behavior you have. And you want to be very clear with your words around that this is the case. Um, and uh, it's just an important topic. So if that's true for you, check in on that. And the other thing that you need to do is to figure out if there are limiting beliefs between you and your sleep. Like if you say something, and I'm, I've got a, actually got a little um, story for you from one of my clients that I'm going to share with you in a few minutes. If you say something like sleep is for the weak, if you have a belief system built around that, it's going to be really hard for you to give yourself the right amount of sleep because now you're weak. You don't want to be weak. You need to show up strong, right? So you check in if there's something standing in between you and your sleep the sleep that you want to um, want to achieve, the sleep goal, or if not, and then a simple way to do that, because that can be a tricky thing too, is to simply close your eyes, imagine your sleep goal, and just listen to your inner voice. Like if there's something, some nagging voice in the background saying, yeah, uh, you're, you're never going to achieve that or something like that, then you want to dive into that and digest that thought. And sometimes it can be helpful, like that's part of the coachings I do to have somebody else walking you through that process to figure out what is the limiting belief because on our own that can be a tricky process. So you can ask a friend to walk you through that or you can do it on your own. You can you know, grab a coaching package, whatever it is for you, ask your doctor, but figure out if there is a limiting belief because the odds are now you've got this big shiny goal and you really want to do things. You're, you're setting up actions to achieve that goal but if there's a limiting belief inside of you that prevents you from reaching that goal, these efforts will be widely a waste of energy and time. So number two of that pyramid is to figure out if there's a limiting belief. And if you figured out one, you want to flip it around. 
reframe your limiting belief. Figure out a positive affirmation that tackles this limiting belief. So if you, as to stick to the example, sleep is for the weak, you want to rephrase that and say, sleep makes me strong. Sleep, sleep makes me uh, high perform. Like you want to flip it around. And over time, saying this affirmation to yourself, you will alter your beliefs. That will not happen from today to tomorrow. But if you do that over a few days, weeks, months, you will completely change your belief system. And that's what we want to do here. So set up a big shiny goal, change your beliefs that it's possible for you to achieve that goal. And number three is to handle stress. A lot when we're talking about resilience boils down to stress. Having or experiencing high levels of stress at daytime will make it harder for us to experience high quality sleep, to fall asleep at nighttime, experience high quality sleep, sleeping without interruptions. So we want to reduce, and that goes hand in hand, by the way, hand in hand, like if we have high levels of stress at daytime, we might have a harder time to fall asleep. If we don't sleep enough, our amygdala, that's the part in our brain that is responsible for our fight or flight response, lights up to 60% more. So we're in a highly alerted state, making it much easier for us to stress out completely over the course of the day. This, the, the stress part moves into both directions, but now we're, we're talking about building a solid foundation. So we want to reduce stress at daytime to make it easier for us to get the, um, the good, high quality sleep at nighttime that we deserve, that we want to have. And getting that sleep will make us so much more resilient over the course of the day to not stress out that easily. But we need to put in some work first. So how can we tackle stress? There are a lot of things that we can do over the course of the day, but it starts off with becoming aware that we're stressed when we get stressed. And that's not as simple as it sounds, as most of us know, right? Typically, we find out that we were stressed at the end of the day when the stress is over. So we want to become aware, and a good uh, way to do this is to set a timer, like a little timer that rings off every 15 minutes. You can use one of these fitness trackers or whatever, the Apple Watch. I think they all support this. So set a little alarm. It could be a vibration alarm. You can have, like I've got a little dice. I can just move towards a certain amount of minutes and after that it's gonna beep. Um, and check in on your stress levels. Every 15 minutes, every 30 minutes. And um, if you feel stressed, just do a breathing exercise. This very simplest way, and you can do that literally anywhere, to de-stress is to breathe in through your nose, through your belly, then into your chest, hold your breath for a second or two, and then breathe out slightly longer than you breathed in. And that's it. If you repeat this simple breathing exercise, you can do that at your desk, you can do it standing, you can literally do this everywhere. If you do that every 15 minutes, that's really going to help you to de-stress over the course of the day, keeping cortisol levels in check and making it so much easier for you to fall asleep and to experience high quality sleep when it comes to bedtime. So this is the three-step three model. Very simple, very straightforward, 
but you need to put in some effort. So simple doesn't always mean easy, right? You need to put in some effort. It starts with writing down your sleep goal, then moving on to checking in on your limiting beliefs about sleep and altering them, and then creating a system that will make you more aware of when stress levels rise and tackling them when it happens and not uh, when, when everything's over. And walking you through the sleep pyramid, I shared the example of a limiting belief that was sleep is for the weak. And this was actually a real world example of one of my clients that I just had recently. And for the sake of this podcast, let's just call her Sarah. It's not a real name, but let's call her Sarah. She was 32 years of age, business professional, and she was always burning the midnight oil. So at some point, the lack of sleep started to show up in form of her missing deadlines. She was not able to focus in meetings. She partly even doozed off and stress levels were escalating. So she really felt emotionally drained and her fear was that she was moving towards a burnout. So once we ran through the model, she set up for herself a sleep goal of seven. Like on that scale from one to 10, she wanted to be a seven per night. She set an alarm to signal her when it was time to go to bed. Step number two is that she started to journal. Before she went to bed, she, she did the journal. And in this journal, she replaced her old belief through a new one. Quality sleep makes me more effective. That was her theme. Instead of sleep is for the week, she replaced it through this. And finally, she implemented a breathing technique. And she did that in the evening to lower her stress before bedtime. So it was a deep breathing technique. Uh, something similar to the Wim Hof technique where you really hyperventilate. And this is not for everybody, but it's a very effective way to de-stress. So she chose that and the results were, were, were just transformative. So within a month, she was not only sleeping better, but her performance at work really peaked again. She felt emotionally rejuvenated. So she was a new person overall, and that's all to thanks to reprioritizing sleep and doing the things that I walked you through in this podcast. And just to give you a little bit more context around what we did here today, the three-step model or the pyramid is rooted in the Sleep Trust Sleep Map. This is a simple nine-step process that I use with all of my clients, all of my tools, this podcast to help people to improve their sleep quality. So the bottom layer is related to step number one, which is all around goals, setting your sleep goals and, and goals for your well-being. Um, the second layer, the middle layer of the pyramid is related to step number three, which is mindset. And the top layer, the stress part is related to step number six. If that's interesting for you and you think that there might be other aspects that will help you to improve your sleep quality even more then the Sleep Trust Sleep Map is a good idea to get started. And you will find this if you go to sleeptrust.eu. There's a menu on the top right with sleep resources and the sleep map is right in there. And you can download it for free, by the way. Check it out if that's interesting for you. And as with all of these podcast sessions, my wish for you is that you implement this into your life, that you take action. But obviously, you always have the choice and the option to continue with the sleep habits you've got. But embracing the methods that we discussed today offers you a scientifically backed path to better sleep and mental resilience. And this choice can significantly impact the quality of your life. So my hope for you is that you 
take this model and bring it to life. And I highly recommend that you also move to sleeptrust.eu, move into the sleep resources and download your free version of the Sleep Trust Sleep Map. It goes along with the little video where I'm gonna walk you through all of these steps. I think it's only like 15 minutes uh, long or something like that. But this can be really helpful to locate where you should focus your efforts if you're trying to improve your sleep right now. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. If you want to boost your mental health and build your resilience, best follow the sleep resilience pyramid. Layer number one is to set a clear sleep goal. Layer number two is to alter your sleep mindset. And layer number three, the top layer of the pyramid, is to implement stress management techniques. And don't forget to download the Sleep Trust sleep map at sleeptrust.eu in the sleep resources for free if that's interesting for you. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next time. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.